Hey, you're listening to the It's Funny That Makes It Okay podcast. We talk about and or make fun of music, pop culture, current events, relationships, whatever happens to pop into our heads. So from the It's Funny studios, deep in the heart of God's country, here's the show. Hey, everybody, we're back. Back again. But we're not back. <laughs> not really. Uh, you're going to hear some of our greatest hits. I know everybody's like, what? Were they that great to begin with? But uh, yeah, we got a couple, a couple of them yeah, out there that were all right. We got some vacations going on this week. So. This is kind of like the uh, podcast version of K-Tel Records. Here. Yes. We're putting together the greatest hits yes, just the, for you. The so, best of. The best of. Some people might say, why don't you just do the best of every week? Then what would you have to look forward to? That's right. That's if right. it wasn't for the down points, we're, how would you know that we had any high points? <laughs> yeah, we think if you hear these segments again, they're going to be so much better. Oh, they're going to be so much better. They so like fine wine. They, they do. do. And maybe if you're drinking fine wine, it'll even be funnier. <laughs> that's right. Potentially. <laughs> Potentially. As a matter of fact, if maybe, that's even possible. Maybe you should go know. drink some fine wine and then listen to yeah, this. <laughs> put us on pause. We'll wait. Go drink some fine wine, then come back. Unpause. Yes. Unless you're driving, then don't do that. Yes. Do not drink and drive. We do not, uh, do not endorse that. It. No. We are firmly against drinking and driving. I know that's very controversial stance, but that's where we are taking our stance. <laughs> that's right. All right. Well, I think we've got uh, four segments here you guys are going to be listening to. The first one, we're going in the way back machine to early on, where we give out some much needed relationship advice to a... Uh, Kind of a newly married Mike, and I think it helped yeah. out, did it not? Oh, it did. Okay, good. Yeah, the, is your uh, marriage better now? Because Well, they're not divorced. Oh, so, sure, I mean, sure. right there is a plus. I know what to look for now because it's the mood front, the mood radar. So. The mood radar. Yeah, that's right. Yes. Mood radar. It would come in handy if it we does. could get ever get that uh, technology nailed down. <laughs> and then in the second uh, little segment we'd come up, I think Mike introduced us to a TV show that you guys were watching, Strange Obsession on, was it yeah, TLC? Uh, or? TLC. Okay. Yes. Rely on TLC. Yes, for the learning channel. Yes. yes, and you learn that people are weird. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> they eat weird things. They do weird stuff. Uh, so we get into that, some kind yeah, of disgusting. If, uh, uh, if you're having a bad day and you think your life's a little off the rails, just give that segment <laughs> a listen. You'll be right back on track. Yeah, you think, right. wow, I suck. My life is terrible. You'll say that like, wow, I'm doing really really good I'm really normal <laughs> i feel really great about myself uh then we also we, we we delve into one of our our drafts we do an action hero draft one of us has a really good draft one has an okay draft and one drafted a dance team <laughs> i don't know if they knew what Which we were going for but we were trying to do action heroes <laughs> but we have a lot of fun with that uh, and then the last segment, we do we uh, we give a nod to a few Darwin Award winners, and then uh, a tip of the cap, and uh, probably put the flag at half mast for. <laughs> I believe it was Mad Mike. Mad Mike, yeah, the yes. flat earther, yep. aka Rocket Man. Yeah, and I'm going to say this, and my wife is going to kill me because I forgot she listened to an episode a few weeks back, and Mike had a gripe about. Mass people not wearing them and they're pulling them down. That's right. And as soon as you said that, my wife looked at me and said, well, maybe they were sad because they knew somebody or had a loved one that dies and they were wearing it half masked. <laughs> I told her, that's I said, good. I'm going to give you credit for that. She goes, no, that sounds too mean. I was like, too late. <laughs> so that's there good. you go. That's they're good. wearing it half masked. <laughs> I said, that was a sad note. Somebody died in that joke. That's right. <laughs> but well, anyway. Hopefully somebody was doing it for Mad Mike. Mad that's Mike. Right. Okay. There you go. Half masked for Mad Mike. <laughs> yep. So, so enjoy these episodes and, uh, Hopefully you'll see us again or hear us again uh, next week. Next week we'll be live. This yes. week we are kind of live. Yes. We are alive. Yes. We are alive. Hopefully. Yes. <laughs> As of this moment, anyway, we are alive. So. so hopefully you enjoy this and then tune in next week for another live episode of It's Funny That Makes It Okay. Remember, go ahead and laugh at some of these. It's okay. Yeah. It's funny. No one's going to – I know some of them. They can be a little. We 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 take it right to the line a few times, but yeah. uh, laugh. It's all right. And we have you know asked, you want to. We haven't asked this for a while, but look us up and give us a little rating or a review if you yeah. get a chance. Yeah, you can follow us. I throw we throw stuff out on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram all the time. Uh, feel free to DM us or comment. We try to yeah. respond to everybody who does. 
and uh, mostly it's just our moms, but still. Yep. Just look for it. It's funny. That makes Actually, it okay. my mom hates our show, so <laughs> she's protesting to get me canceled. <laughs> I wonder who that was out the end That's of the driveway. Yeah, yes. <laughs> but yeah, no, look us up. Uh, shoot us some comments. Uh, DMS. And uh, other than that, enjoy yourselves, laugh a little bit, have a little fun with life. It's yep. too short to take things too serious. Enjoy. See ya. Yep. Later. All right, so our, our next segment here is uh, going to revolve around relationship advice. So as I mentioned before... And I, we are I, the experts. Yes, yeah, so you would come exactly, to us. Exactly, exactly. So I'm going to take a little bit of a backseat on this one. I'm just kind of trying to soak all of this good stuff in. Uh, so I could definitely use some pointers here on, on some relationship advice. I'm kind of in an awkward position with this one. <laughs> well, so. that, well, that's some very intelligent... Uh Goings on, goings on. Approach. Intelligence going on. Very, very intelligent <laughs> approach coming from you to just sit back and take in this wisdom. Yeah, Boy, that just blew the whole thing. A little, right there. a little tactical with this one. <laughs> okay, well, this all stems kind of from uh, we, we was having a little meeting at work and we were talking. Somebody said something about you know didn't know if their wife was mad or not. And the one guy in, in our shop who is not married said, "Well, why don't you just ask her? If she's mad." Okay, so you know he's not married because the first thing. If you have to ask if your wife is mad, she's mad. You don't have to ask that question. She's mad. If you're asking it, it's already too late. She is now upset. She's she's. Am I wrong? Oh, right? No, no, okay. no, no, no. You're right. I, I noticed you're right. everybody got real quiet all of a sudden. <laughs> I am the only one speaking now. I may not speak during this whole segment. <laughs> is it too late to grab a pen and paper? <laughs> no, please, please, okay. please. We, you can also just you know download the podcast. Just listen to this on a loop. We can even edit this part out from just if, if you. If you <laughs> so I mean, and, and so you can go in, and even if she says she's not mad, you can ask her. You know what's wrong? Nothing. Nothing's wrong. No, I'm fine. Okay. I'll do that usually two or three times, and I'm like, okay, I'll just stop. We'll find. We'll sit down. We'll be on the sofa together. We'll be watching TV, whatever. All night, seems like everything's going all right. Hey, let's go to bed. Great. I will get into bed. I will just start to doze off. And now it's talk time. <laughs> We're going to discuss what, whatever the problem was. And then, so she'll start talking. I'm nodding off. And then she's like, my wife will get mad. You're not even listening to me. I, no, I am now asleep. I'm in bed. I, you always fall asleep when we have a discussion. You always have a discussion when you turn the lights off and I lay down. I, if you turn the lights off, I lay down. My, I, I'm like that little doll that they used to have you close. Lay the doll down. The eyes are going to close. I cannot help that. But she doesn't learn, and I don't either. So she, she'll get on to me about it. It's like we sat downstairs on the sofa for three hours. Never discussed anything. Now we're going to have a discussion. <laughs> yeah, that used that used to be a bigger issue. Um, I would say, you know, yeah, we would go to bed, and that's when it was talking time. And then it's like, well, you're falling asleep on me now. And it's like, well, that's kind of why I go to bed is to go to sleep. Um, this is probably going to get me in trouble. <laughs> but but no, it actually honestly has gotten better. But I think <laughs> I think because we're older, now we go to bed, we're tired, <laughs> crash out. Um, so, so yeah, how did you usually handle it, though, when you walked in and you knew she was mad? Well, I'm, I'm going to, I'm putting a lot of the blame on me, not, not my wife. She's responding. I will tell you this. I usually am oblivious. I'm a happy idiot most of the time, just kind of wandering around. And I think things are fine. <laughs> so a lot of times I walk in, I notice she's upset. I say, um, what's going on? You, you okay? Yep. All right. So then I'll ask again, you know, are you sure? You sure you're not upset? No. Did I do anything? No. So usually I ask three times and then I quit because that's how I respond. If somebody asks me and I don't feel like talking about it, I'll say yes or no and then that's it. I don't realize that I am supposed to keep asking and asking until <laughs> I have gotten a lot better over the years. But my first few, five, 12, 15 years, maybe, <laughs> I didn't catch on. I'm a slow learner. And I would just ask a couple times, like, okay. And then I would feel like I got blindsided because I'm like, you said everything was fine. <laughs> like, I, you know, I'm a slow learner. But I have picked up over the years, no, you got to keep asking and coaxing. Um, again, these type of situations, they haven't happened as often lately either. And probably because we are both mellowed <laughs> out over the years and, um, just kind of gotten more comfortable and, and more open. So that's always good. 
Yeah, because my, my default mode, uh, unfortunately, was to, when I would notice that she was mad, <clears throat> as I go quiet. So that doesn't help the problem. Um, it's like I got, you know, oh, I've got some things I'm going to go work on. <laughs> I got a lot of house projects done in the first many years of our marriage because um, if I came in and they knew she was mad, I would go into my quiet mode and I would go start doing work on something. Uh, again, don't recommend that because that doesn't solve any problems. Um I would do the same thing, but a lot of times it's because I would feel like I'm only going to make this situation worse. And I think that's what I felt, too. But. And I'm going to be honest, too. And this is probably going to get me in a lot of trouble anyway, but who cares? <laughs> We've already opened up the can. <laughs> so, Most of the time, if I look at the relationship, I always couch every, every discussion or argument. I look at it like, is my life going to be better if she's upset or if I'm upset? My life is usually better if I'm upset because nobody cares if I'm upset. <laughs> I know how to get myself in a better mood. I can just, whatever. I don't always know what to do if I make her upset. I will try and I usually make it worse <laughs> or, you know, or I prolong things. So a lot of times it's like, ah, am I happy? No. Will I be mad? Yeah. Will I get over it? You bet I will. <laughs> so that may not be the healthiest or the best thing, but that's the way I looked at a lot of it. Yeah. Can you think of any things you did to trigger the upsetness <laughs> that you can share I, I don't. a quick example? I can give you one from, a, from just a few weeks ago. Uh, About me? No, no. No, <laughs> no I'm always upset. No, <laughs> no the, the, the thing that maybe triggered... The mood, and that was uh, you got to notice hair. <laughs> you know whether it's a haircut, hair coloring, uh, any change in the hair, you got to notice. I already, uh, I already kind of flopped on that one actually once. Wow, uh, you've been married what two months? <laughs> yeah, almost three. Uh, <laughs> yep, she had the haircut, and she gave me about fifteen seconds to notice. I didn't comment on it. And uh, it was Boom. brought to my attention. Yeah. Yes. But in, in all fairness, though, I have shaved my complete beard off and went two or three days. <laughs> and she never even, I finally would say, I will rub my face up against her face. She's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I've shaved. <laughs> it's not like, oh, thanks. She's like, what are you doing? Why are you touching me? <laughs> I, I shaved my face. When did you do that? Like, last Tuesday. I'm just letting you know. But you're right. The, the window is a lot smaller for us to notice those, especially the hair. Um, she's done this to me before. And she's, she's laughed about it later and told me she did it on purpose. But she'd walk in, when I was younger especially, and she'd say, well, what do you think? Or, you notice anything different? And now I'm scared. I'm like, I, I have no clue. You I, I don't notice your hair. No, no, I did get a haircut. Like, golly, you got to give me a hint something <laughs> I got nothing again I'm just a happy idiot sitting there usually playing PlayStation she comes in what do you know like, oh my gosh my head warning sirens are going off <laughs> my little men inside my head are all scrambling papers are flying anywhere what is it what is it get a recent picture what did she look like before she left I have no idea nothing I got nothing <laughs> see oh I thought of another one too another another thing that can trigger a, a good mood is a not a good mood <clears throat> a mood is uh for one of their special birthdays, maybe maybe let's say I know. let's say maybe I know where this is going. let's say fortieth for for an example. Not gym really membership, anybody. Gym memberships do not make good fortieth birthday gifts. No uh, matter how many times they said, "I'd like to start going to the gym." <laughs> I think you were with me when I got that. One. I think I thought it was a great idea. I think I, you said, "I think I'll do that." I think that's a fantastic idea. Well, guess who ended up getting to use the gym membership? <laughs> me. I think and, you had a shower there for a week, didn't you? We were living in the car. Oh my goodness! Yeah, that that. And, and looking back, I, and I'm not I'm not pointing blame because yes, it was a, a pretty insensitive gift. Um, I probably could have thrown in a vacuum cleaner with it and really uh, put myself in. The well, that's her fiftieth. <laughs> you don't want to spoil her all at once. So so yeah, that's uh, yeah that's those are a couple things that uh, have triggered maybe some moods. Um, and I'm not pointing. I'm not blaming. Um, I got to qualify that. No, this is this is all in, in in love, and we love our wives, and we're just trying to impart some information to, to a young man to make sure that he Absolutely. doesn't fall into our <laughs> trap and make the same mistakes that we do, because it was always our fault. 
But with that said, now, yeah. So we're going to move into this other segment. We we try to do it. Uh, this kind of falls under the uh, it's funny, so that makes it okay, sort of. Yeah, each week we want to do that, touch yeah. on something that that's kind of the theme of our show. And people may get upset about it, but it's kind of funny. So we have talked about this for years that we wish there were the technologies there. We just got to find somebody that knows how to do this. But I think we started probably. 10, 15 oh, yeah. years ago. Yeah, with before smartphones, so just PDAs or uh, the personal, you know, handheld devices. <laughs> yeah, what were those called? Uh, I can't think what they're even symbol, called now. They were symbol handhelds, but <laughs> anyway, we, we said what we needed, and it would have helped me out immensely as a young man, a young married man. They came up with much like the Mood Ring. We're going to move it into the 21st century, and we will have the Mood app. Now, we can load it on our phone. We're going to get notifications. I'll, it'll come to my smartwatch. So you will get notifications. I, I want notifications. <laughs> For that one, you do. I do. So I probably won't get any, but <laughs> that's the one that I want. So what it's going to do, it's going to come up, and there's going to be all kinds of levels here. Kind of think like hurricane warnings. Now, I'm not equating women getting upset as being a hurricane by any means. <laughs> Just using that as our template. Or general, you look. You think of your weather radar map. Yes, you know the general radar map. So you know when a storm is brewing. You, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Again, not that women are stormed. That was Mike Gennard. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, let's start off with like a watch. You get a watch. Yeah, conditions are right not for a, a mood. Not like a clock or to keep time watch, but you have a mood watch. You're going to get an alert. Just hey, guess what? Your wife is in a good mood, but the conditions are right. You know, like maybe her boss was a complete jerk to her. Or the kids mm -hmm. smarted off or they didn't clean up the, the house. Or maybe you left the dirty clothes everywhere. So, hey, she's in a good mood. You're not going to want to push it, though. Let's just make things nice and smooth. Keep things rolling. So that's, that's what the watch. Do. So, so it'll be like watch. a scrolling thing like on your TV, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so now, once that gets escalated, though, boom, you're going to start getting mood warnings. They're going to be, and we got like five categories. So you got a category one, bad mood, or, you know, just upset. Um, basically, all that's giving you, it's like, hey, just don't do something stupid. Come home. You know, how's it going? How was your day? Why don't you sit down? You know, don't come in and say, why isn't my supper ready yet? You know, at least give her five minutes before you start complaining about supper not being ready. <laughs> no, maybe, maybe, maybe notice the hair. Maybe, maybe notice the hair, <laughs> even if she hasn't done it. Say, your hair looks fantastic. And then she'll say, I hate my hair like this. Like, okay, you can't win. But you're going to hit that. just jumped into <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you did something stupid. You tried not to. Most of the time we do anyway. So that's our category one. Uh, we got move that up into category two. So, you know, maybe maybe her her coworker was actually a jerk and her boss, and then she had a horrible day at work. Whatever, you're going to get the category two. Then when you get home, let's do the dishes. Let's let's do some laundry. Let's you know, don't ruin laundry. <laughs> learn learn what goes with what. Don't just make it in one big thing because you know we're all about efficiency and we can wipe it all out in one time for. It. But we're going to do a few extra chores. We're going to try to make things. Maybe let's start some supper. Let's uh, you know get some things cooking. Maybe we'll start the dishes for her and only we'll, we'll do half of them, and she just has to finish them up later. Wow, you just made an assumption there. Ooh. <laughs> you know, well we're trying to help. We're trying to help out. So then from the category two, we're going to go to category three. Um, it's starting to get a little hairy at this point. I mean, if you once it escalates to category three, you may want to call, send some flowers home before you. Call her, hey, listen, don't mess with supper. Don't mess with the dishes. Don't mess with any. I made us dinner reservations. We're getting out of the house. We're just going to relax. We're going to take it easy. We're going to get out of there. Now... This is all assuming that you're not the cause of the mood because if you are, then this is all out the window. Well, yeah, I can't, I can't help you at all. Because, yeah, flowers can even trigger the mood. Oh, well, I didn't. So I guess it, it comes up, you, you have to know your spouse. If somebody's yes, going to trigger yes, her. Yes, you do. Which is going to be difficult because I found just because she likes something one time, if you do it again, she may not like that same thing. And, again, that's the men's mentality. The things that make me happy and I like, 
are the same things at 15 as they are now. And it's <laughs> it's never that. It's constantly changing, rotating. Yeah, cartoons, video games. Yeah. So, you know, she cars, like flowers. The next time she won't. But they're still in the rotation. At some point, they're going to pop back up, but you just never know. You just have to have an arsenal. <laughs> you got to have it all. you got to have. You got to know. Okay, you may want to write down. I just use flowers. That's going to come out of the rotation now. So I'm going to have to try something different. Yeah, but you got to know when to use those tools. Because maybe, maybe they can, may need flowers again next maybe time. Maybe include that in the app. If you go to order flowers, it's going to, warning, warning. You sent flowers last time. Don't do it again. You better come up with something new, something unique. So then we go from category three. We're going to category four. We're getting real close to the, you know, bad danger. It, it, you, you need to leave town. So category four, <laughs> you know, you're going to come home. You don't make eye t- contact. You only spoke when you're spoken to. You're, you're not going to do anything. You don't ask about supper. You just fix it yourself. You, you try to stay. Maybe go to the garage. Maybe tinker on something. If you don't have a garage, go out to the car. Go for a walk. Um, try to stay out of the way. I found if I can do that, that, a lot of times that will be the biggest help is if I can just stay out of the way. I'm glad Doug's doing most of the talking. Yeah, I, I noticed. I said everybody got real quiet. I noticed before this, we're that's talking. D-O-U-G. <laughs> yeah. In our pre-podcast meeting, everybody's like, oh, that's great. Yeah, go ahead. And now I start in and everybody just backs away from the microphone. Oh, you're handling it very well. Yeah. I'm, hey, in for a penny, in for a pound now. I'm already done. So uh, now we're going to get to the category that I'm currently in, which is five. <laughs> I'm in category oh, in five. There? So now it looks like I, I'm going to have to stay at a friend's house. You're going to lay low for a couple days. It's just sirens are going off. Oh, yeah. The, your, 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 little, your little dinghy is getting tossed all over the ocean. There's, you're going down. It's terrible. You're sinking. It's 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 all hands on deck. Every man for himself at this point. <laughs> yes. It's getting tossed all around the ocean. So it's it's getting, you know, you're, you're going to sink. This is, It's over. You just got to try to weather the storm at this point. You're holding on for dear life. And that's that's category five. So again, we can incorporate that. This just spitballing here. Um, I think there, I, to give credit where it's due, I think originally Greg was the one that actually came up with all of this. I just kind of ran with it. <laughs> no, but this is, this is all in good fun in jest. We, we kid because we love our wives immensely. Um, and hopefully she knows that. And it's funny when I picture this, like, related to weather, I picture the interviewing team coming up and asking you about it. Oh, I'm going to ride this one out. I'm going to make it. I can do it. <laughs> Cut to uh, Mike standing out front and his uh, wife beater tank top. I don't know what happened. It sounded like a freight train. And <laughs> the next thing I know, I was thrown from the house. And then when it's over, there's a peace and calm. Yes. Things are strewn all about. <laughs> Maybe they have just an outline of a generic woman in there showing. We have a mood front moving into this direction here with a low and a high pressure coming in, settling in. It could cause some disturbances for us. And unlike the Weather Channel where they say, this front's going to affect 100 million people, yeah. it's going to say, this is going to affect one, one person. One person. <laughs> what gives you like 100% of your time, 60% of your time, 40% of your time. So so you've got about how much, how much of your day is going to... To uh, you know, be affected, and occasionally you get that lucky break where it does go north or south of you, you know, or maybe somebody else gets sure. hit. Somebody else gets hit with it, <laughs> or it'll just be coming in for the weekend. You know, <laughs> <laughs> looks like this is a bad weekend for you. We're forecasting five days out. Yeah, it's going to be a rough weekend for you, Mike. So just letting you know. Oh my goodness! Hey, going back to another segment. My watch just said I, I have a dynamic workout. So fantastic. <laughs> I'll probably. Uh, have that tonight when I get home. Uh, I'm trying to apologize profusely for this segment. <laughs> On the first segment, I kind of wanted to talk about some 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 strange oddities focusing on addictions or obsessions based on a show that you may or may not have heard of before on TLC, so <laughs> that probably tells you all you need to know. My Strange Addiction, Courtney and I have been, my wife, have been watching the show more than I'd like to admit. So that's your Strange Addiction? Uh, <clears throat> is watching, I, I, watching the show? Uh, I don't know if I'd go that far, okay. but before we kind of talk about some of the the show's addictions, I, I think maybe we could just kind of talk about maybe if we have some, and then I think the show's Addictions are just going to blow it out of the water. So I'll kind of start off. Some, I mean, I have like a weird 
obsession. I, it's like an OCD thing where once I set something down for the first time, it's almost like that thing's spot. And so at our house, um, everything always looks the same. That's if why I you got things sitting in the middle of the floor and stuff when I come over. Yeah, so, <laughs> you know, that, that pair of pants, if I put it on the floor, you know, I didn't fold that's it. That's, that's where it is. That, yeah. <laughs> but it drives my wife nuts. She absolutely hates that. We're kind of opposites on that. But I always have to have the remotes arranged a very certain way because that's where they have been set down. So they have to return to where they have been the first time. You have little outlines for the remotes, like a chalk No, that would outline. just be crazy. The remotes know where they need to go. <laughs> exactly. They're trained at this point. <laughs> I don't really have a problem with any of what you said. I think it all makes perfect uh, me sense. Me too, me too. I like order. I like things in a certain spot. And kind of the same way I at work with my tools they're in the bag, each thing has, and they always go back to that slot. For one thing, I can look, and if there's an empty spot, I know what's missing. And something first I know... Something's missing, and I know what it is. Oh, it's a number 10 Torx screwdriver or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I think that all makes perfect sense. Feel validated. <laughs> well, I'm insane, so I don't know if that makes you feel any better. So I, I think we've talked about plenty of a lot of my things on the podcast at different times. I, I, I do have germaphobe issues. Um, I, I struggle with OCD. I like things perfectly folded. If a piece of paper is folded over and it's not... Square, <laughs> it drives me. I will refold it. I will fold something that I'm going to throw away perfectly, and then throw it away because I, I can't. I know it's a problem. It is. Um, I, I struggle with that uh, number things. I like I like even numbers or fives. Those are those are the two. Yeah, yeah, that's funny. That odd five. Thrown well, off. the five works. I can understand that because you get twenty five. You know, like five. To, and actually, like twenty five, seventy five. Uh, like if putting gas in the car. I, oh, I, I it's got to end on a whole dollar or yeah, or, or yeah, minimum I used to be that way. I 25, stopped. 50, 75. I, I agree. Totally. Yeah, I have tried to do it that other way before, and it bugs the crap out of me. I don't know why. <laughs> it's like 37, 72. I'm like, ugh, I've got to get the 38. I can't leave it there. <laughs> or at least 75. Uh, and if so I go to 76, now i got to go to the dollar. Like, yeah. I got it. Exactly. So I'll have to pour gas on the floor. It's a great on the ground. If the car won't take it, i got to get to the whole dollar. I'm sorry. So if you go buy things at the store, do you got to have it in the... No. Number? No, that doesn't. I, I have no control over Stuff I have control over. Now, that's just ridiculous. That's right. No, stuff I have control over, um, I like I like that. Things and even numbers or fives. Yeah. Fives and zeros. Well, I have a couple and they're, they're, I don't know if you call them more like OCD things like you're talking about or just weirdness. One of them is fabrics. Like when I go into stores, I touch clothes. <laughs> that can get you into a lot of trouble. It can if somebody's wearing it. <laughs> you might have some explaining to do. But as I walk through different clothing sections. Yeah, to was, a stranger or to your wife. <laughs> yeah. Either way. Why are you touching that woman? I just wanted to feel her clothes. <laughs> yeah. You get slapped twice. <laughs> from her and your wife. So yeah, yeah, I yeah, I like to feel the fabrics and especially soft stuff. So that's one. The other one is the way things are arranged in the dishwasher. Um, I may have even like pulled dishes out and moved them around after somebody else has put them in because I I've got a certain way I want them in there. I got a certain way I want the glasses in there. A certain way I want the silverware, the plates. They have to be on the bottom. Usually the big ones on one side, the smaller ones on the other side. You know, bowls yeah. have to be at the front of the bottom tray. Uh, plates to the back. Yep. So mm-hmm. the dishwasher is one of my areas that... We don't have a dishwasher, but when I do dishes, I organize them first. I, I get them all stepped up. Oh, I do that too, yeah. And then mm-hmm. I'll start washing my dishes. Yep. So dishwasher is the other place. but And there's probably other things, but for now, we'll leave it at that. <laughs> Well, if any of you listening thought those were weird or strange, boy, are you in for a surprise. <laughs> so, the show has a, a number of seasons, and, you know, there's maybe five, six episodes in a season, and throughout the course of a show, they can cover up to two or three addictions. So, we'll just kind of touch on some of the some of the highlights, I think, of, of the episodes, and take, for instance, 
licking a cat. <laughs> licking, <laughs> licking a cat. Licking a cat. And for no other reason I than, to, than to eat the fur. Uh, That's the addiction. Get a big hairball. And What is the first time that you're sitting there and you're like, I think I'm going to lick that cat. <laughs> the, or, reasoning, the reasoning in the show was that it was to bond with the cat. She wanted to experience life with her cat as if she were a cat. Does she lick everything in her life that she wants to bond with, or just the cat? That I can't answer. (laughs) I'm just curious. I don't know if they delve into that. No, it's mostly just the cat. So, um... I think that kind of an addiction, too, is going to put a... Kind of a a, a damper on your dating life. For a while, you could hide that, but after a while, you're going to have to let them know, hey, listen... I'm into some freaky stuff. Like, oh, really? It's not going down the path you think it is. I like to lick cats. Like, cats? Yeah. You, you like know, to we, lick you cats? You know, we've been having fun when we go out. I want to introduce something else yeah. into the mix. Try You might like to do it. Maybe we can yeah. do it together. Like, I, I'm not licking a cat. What flavor would you like? Sunnies? <laughs> Calico? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there was an episode of The Office where um, Angela had a nanny cam at her house, and she had cats at her at her house. And for some reason, one of them was sick or something, and she had to rush home. And Oscar and Kevin are watching the nanny cam, and Angela picks up one of the cats and starts licking it. Oh, jeez. <laughs> See, so, that's a deal breaker for me. <laughs> yeah, no cat. I'm out. It's kind of funny you bring that up because every episode kind of follows a template to where, as part of the road to recovery, so to speak, for these people, they do a couple steps. They come out to somebody who's close to them, a family member, a friend, or even a spouse that doesn't know about their addiction. They tell them. And this part of the episode always just, it's so hard to watch because it always feels so forced. And But that's a whole other topic. And then they always go to the doctor, and the doctor, you know, does a scan. Or I remember the cat episode. You know, she she's got a hairball. She's got a hairball in her stomach and her, you know, esophagus and her intestines from licking her cat and eating the cat fur all the time. So that's just one example. Another example is young man is attracted to blow up pool toys. <laughs> he had about fifteen, if I do recall. <laughs> Blow up, blow up pool toys in a variety of, you know, there's a whale, there's a shark, there's a pineapple, but he was in a relationship with 15 blow up toys. See, when you first mentioned this one to me, I thought you were talking about inflatable, like, ladies or whatever. No. no. You, you hear of, okay, yeah, weird dude, yeah, he's got inflatable ladies or whatever. But then when you said pool toys. Pool toys. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's crazy. It's not just little noodles either. It's it's like the blow up. Hey now, pool toys. <laughs> who's who's noodling? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know where you're heading. Oh. I just picture him at the store. It's like you know he's got the whole cart. They're ringing him up. Oh, you going to a pool party? Nah. I picture. Oh, you have a pool? Nah, I don't have a pool either. I picture him more in the aisle. He's looking. Hmm, which one do I want today? <laughs> the the ring or the penguin? <laughs> Flamingo. <laughs> and you wonder if he like takes baths with them and stuff. And see, I don't wonder that. <laughs> you know you did. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I got a hot date tonight, and they go home, and for the next thirty minutes, there's nothing but. <laughs> You know he's got a machine to pump oh. them up. <laughs> That's part of the pleasure, I suppose. Mom, Dad, I'd like you to meet my date. <laughs> well, when you have a alluring pineapple, I mean, what young man couldn't resist that? Exactly. You think he's at the beach and like he sees people out on the. I don't think he could go to the beach, <clears throat> but, but uh-huh. he goes to the beach. Yeah, well, that's what I mean. He's he's watching. And he sees these all these. Oh, look at that one. Oh. <laughs> He can't go to the pool. Oh, did you see a girl on the beach? Oh, no. <laughs> Look at that seahorse over there. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, well, All right. Well, so how do they break these addictions, too? It's not like they can go, is there it's it's not like a patch or something for them to put on for this? Good question. Like, most of it, like I said, after they visit with a friend or they reveal the addiction to somebody, they go see a doctor, and the doctor obviously says, you know, you need to stop. You need to seek help. And then... Inevitably, the show always ends with a little blurb 
so-and-so continues their addiction with blow-up pool toys, <laughs> coffee enemas. Coffee enemas! <laughs> <laughs> yes, Back to the pool one. toys, okay. Do they have one of them cheats on him? He pops it. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I saw the way you were looking at that other man. <laughs> I saw that kid at the pool on you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Coffee enemas. I don't even like to drink coffee. I'm not a coffee. I can't imagine the other direction. Well... <laughs> This this coffee enema, this is a married couple. They've been doing coffee enemas, I, I think it was for like five years or something like that. Was there a couple they, of them doing it? They have been doing a married, them? A married couple. Like, on each other? No, individually. <laughs> individually. I don't know if that makes it any better. <clears throat> I mean, either way. What is, it, what is it supposed to do for them? I don't know. They view it as a cleansing. Um, <laughs> oh, they okay. do it five times a day. Would you like decaf or regular? <laughs> Well, I think if you just drink coffee a lot of times, it's a cleansing, isn't it? Uh, yeah, it cleans you out. This one they view it the opposite way. Um. Maybe the guy's butt fell asleep and he's trying to wake it up the first time. Play a little coffee. I just and this one, this one made me think it's like maybe the wife tried this first, and then the husband just out of like sympathy, sort of, or vice versa. Maybe <laughs> I'm sorry. he's like just did it along. I don't know. Yeah, I, yeah. Um, I'm very supportive of my wife, but there's certain things. Yeah, a little line in the sand. Oh, no, we're done. Yeah. Let <laughs> me try this coffee enema. Yeah. Did they go in? You had me until enema. <laughs> I don't like coffee, but I try drinking coffee with you. Um, but you go the other direction there, and I'm I'm out. Did they go into detail like how they do it? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it, there's. Uh, <laughs> If you want, you can watch the episode. I don't want to watch the episode. <laughs> like a, a coffee, like a beer bong, a coffee bong. They put it in the pot. Oh, they connect it is to it the hot? You know, I, I, I think well, it depends. Some people like a latte, a hot coffee, and some people want an iced coffee. I think oh, they were pretty much <laughs> room temperature. You know, I, I don't know. I'll have to watch the episode to find out, I guess. There'll be a new thing at Starbucks. Oh. <laughs> Get your coffee enema. <laughs> a butt resta. <laughs> ah, I'm sorry, that was uncalled for. Oh my gosh, that was yeah, that's disgusting. Uh, and those at are least, your... as long as they don't offer them at the drive-through, though. No way! I think all this. I'm not let that go. See, see I, you're trying to lead me down a path. Uh, oh, okay. Doug's gonna get a polar pop in there. No, no, no. That's exit only. There's nothing. There's nothing going the other way. That's just how that uh, is. Yes, that is wrong. I think this all started though when we got rid of, or we told people that you know feeling shame is bad, or. Or telling someone that something is wrong is bad. You know, you be you. Just be yourself. It's like, you know what? Some of these people should not be themselves. You know what? Be better. How about that? I think you need to be better. Be somebody else. You are weird. You are a strange person. You've got problems. I'm not saying you can't get help, but yeah, I'm not going to affirm this. Say, oh, it's normal. Yeah, you should just keep licking cats. I, to be honest with you, I don't think I've seen an episode where at the end they seek any further help. Other than, you know, the doctor visit they get in the show, so. And if you had one of these and you truly want it, why are you going on television? You know, it's like. Good I, question. Yeah, I, 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 you're I just know. wanting to go out there and show people how strange you are. I mean, the stations obviously do it for sensational Well, exactly. Right. Yeah, I don't know. So, did you have any more? Of course, here we are talking about it. Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> did you have any more examples? Oh, or? I mean, we could sit here for like an hour and I could yeah. talk about these. Well, but. like any quick ones. And, yeah. Well, the one, one that stuck out to me was there was a lady who was addicted to drinking blood. Um, that blood, one, blood. that one sticks with me. Um, yeah, I don't know. She drinks like animal blood. She has a boyfriend. You know, he pricks himself, and she drinks blood from his arm and. <laughs> that that one's that one stuck with me probably of of any of the ones I've I've seen. Yeah, that's pretty nasty. Uh, yeah, I'm just trying to think of. Uh, there's got to be something humorous about that, <laughs> but it's right now it just it's, sounds. You wrong. get conflicting feelings. Let me tell you when you watch the show. Yeah, 
I, I remember one feeling that would be disgust. Yeah, that's a pretty common one. Vomitus, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I told Mike one episode I saw some lady ate ashes, bowls of ashes. There's a lady we saw. <laughs> I have never seen this. She eats mattresses. There's you know drinks paint. We've seen. Um, <laughs> so I don't know. They realize that some of this very stuff is like you know. Oh yeah, it's toxic, toxic and you're, you're going yeah. to die, right? That's, that's what the doctors at the end of the show straight out tell them. You know, you are going to die if you keep doing this. I picture the person with the paint going up to the counter. I'd like a quart of aqua blue here. The guy mixes it. She pops top of it. It's a drink. Like it's a bar. Well, her thing was... Uh, Shaken, not stirred. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the, the pens. You know, the, the paint pens? Oh. She can't do it any other way. It's got to be the paint pens. Oh. So it's like a shot. Yeah, essentially. <laughs> I'll take a paint shot. <laughs> oh, man. Ugh. Well, it just goes to show there's all types out there. And, and I know some of them, you know, well, all of these. <laughs> it's a sickness. So, but, uh, and you wonder. You wonder, like, sometimes, is it drummed up for TV? And that, I, I really do think that way, honestly. At, at some points in the show, I, it, some episodes I watch, and I'm like, can they, can they really be that extreme? You know, or is it just kind of a TV thing? And right. sometimes I, I do think that it is kind of exaggerated for, for television. But yeah. Who knows? Mm. Yep, I don't know. So, yep, so that's the strange obsessions. Yeah, very, very. Well, thank you for bringing all that up. That was, You're welcome. Yeah, that was quite, quite the segment. <laughs> <laughs> well, now let's get into I'll never something. look at pool fl- inflatables the same again. <laughs> I'm going to worry about people that have a bunch of them now, see, because I'm going to be like, hmm, that's kind of odd. Yeah, hey, did you see that hot air mattress? <laughs> well, I think we'll move into our draft, unless, Mike, did you have something? No. No? Nope. Ready to hit the draft board. Draft here. it up. All right, so you want to set the draft up so we got kind of an idea what we're doing? or Sure. So, All right. Yeah, this week's draft, we're going to focus on drafting action movie stars. So here's kind of the hypothetical scenario I'll throw out there. If there was a hit squad out on you, you don't know who's coming after you, you don't know how many people are coming after you. If you could assemble like a dream team uh, bodyguard squad of, of your favorite or the best action movie or TV stars, and we're not going to pick specific characters. We're going to go with the actual actors themselves. And when you pick the actor, you can... You get all their roles. Right, you get all their roles. But we're not doing, like, uh, superhero or supernatural powers. Okay. We're just kind of doing the... Uh, so they have not been bitten by a black widow. Correct. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no Spider-Man uh, selections in okay. this. Okay. Got it. Got it. Unless Toby Maguire has been tough in something else, I was, I was, you could you pick Toby Maguire, but uh, I, he doesn't fall on my. If you list. want him to cry at your enemies or something, <laughs> man, Greg's a little got a little vinegar in him today, doesn't he? <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to go ahead. and I'm going to do the first pick here. The entire A team. You're done. No, not, sorry. I ruined your pick. Can we, make, can we make fun of each other's draft picks? Oh, I think that's yeah. I think you should. Okay. I, I think mine might might get a little criticism here, but uh, I'm going to go with him anyway. My very first pick is going to be Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> I I like Sylvester. Okay. I, like, I, I, I like didn't Sly. know I didn't know how this pick was going to go over, but I just I've always liked the Rocky movies. You know, he's I don't know. He, I just love his persona. Yeah. And. uh Specifically, the Rocky movies and Rambo. The Rambo movies kind of sold him as my number one pick yeah. to captain my. Now, now my in this scenario, they're, yeah, they're they're captaining. They're they're going to be part of your team, your your security team that's protecting you, right? Right. So, the, in the scenario, like something goes wrong, and they're going to come in. Now, the issue, great pick. I, I like Sylvester, tough guy. You might not have a clue what's going on when he comes in to try to help you out. <laughs> if something true. bad is happening, come on. You're my gonna come to the like, what? What? Come to come the boom, you're blown up. So <laughs> you might I maybe would bring a translator in. Or maybe had him like not my first pick. Maybe get somebody articulate up there at the top. Maybe have Sylvester a little farther down, like at the door, stopping people from coming. That's just me. I, was, I like it. I was going to say the same thing, that if he had to handle negotiations for you, <laughs> you're done. 
I'll have to uh, find another person to fill that. And sadly, that as, I, as I was looking these up today, I, I ran across an article of uh, movie tough guys versus actual tough guys, and Stallone was cast as a movie tough guy, yeah. not an actual tough guy. But, yeah. So I don't want I don't want to squash your you know team, but well, that's that's okay because <laughs> I'll, I'll take him in his Rocky roles and his that's Rambo right. roles. Yeah, you get the Rocky so, roles, yeah. so. Believe me, I've got one later that you guys will be. Well, all of mine will get made fun of, but I don't care. <laughs> all right. So, so we got we got Sly on yeah. Mike's team. Now, I need to preface my first pick <laughs> <laughs> after I just ripped on Mike. I thought we were picking characters. I'm sticking with my picks that I picked. So I, I said Keanu Reeves because I was thinking ah, John Wick yep. because well, the in Matrix the movies. Too. Yeah. I know karate. I know no, kung don't. fu. <laughs> so, like in John Wick, he is absolutely bad, and he he kills everybody. He's going to be extremely um, thorough in the job, and um, he doesn't take things into into like his. There's nothing's personal. It's all the it doesn't matter. He he's very loyal. If if somebody does something, he's going to get revenge for me. So that's why I picked Keanu Reeves. That's a good choice. I like, I and like if you pay. get caught in a rom-com, he can help you out there, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or if I get sucked back into time. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so, wow. yeah. So, 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 yeah, I picked I picked Keanu Reeves again. I was I was thinking John Wick, but I'm going to stick with Keanu Reeves. Yeah. So if somebody ever killed my dog, he was going to kill like 57 people. <laughs> All right. Well, my number one, no preface needed, no argument needed, Chuck Norris. Yeah. I was hoping I I was hoping you would pass him over. I was looking at him for a nice pick too. Yeah, Chuck Norris doesn't catch the coronavirus. The coronavirus virus check <laughs> catches Chuck Norris. You might want to let him talk for you for a little bit too. There. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, <laughs> I think Sylvester came in for a minute. <laughs> My voice is a little higher than slides, but <laughs> no, no, yeah, Chuck Norris. Chuck Norris, good, solid, good pick. Yes, Te- yeah, Texas Walker. Uh, or Walker, Texas Ranger. You got, uh, oh, what were the war movies he was in back in the 80s? The, um, Missing in Action. Yeah. yeah. Missing in Action 2. Where he comes rising up out of the water with yeah. guns blazing. <laughs> see, but in all those scenarios, see, what's, what's bad though, is that you've been captured and put in a POW camp for 10 years. Then he will come and rescue you. <laughs> he doesn't do a good job of saving you up front, but he will get to you eventually, and then he will make people pay. Hey, as long as you're not in his family, you're probably safe. <laughs> He's kind of like uh, Liam Neeson. It seems like Liam Neeson's family always gets it. Charles Bronson. Bronson, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, so Chuck Norris is my number one. Mike, number two. All right. I like these picks so far. Uh, my number two pick... I was really hoping to land Chuck Norris with this one, but that's fine. I'll go a little bit further down my board. I'm going to go with uh, Schwarzenegger here, number two. Arnold. Yep. <laughs> Taking him from the uh, – my actually, I like Total Recall. I mean – Oh, I do The Terminator movies were good, but Total Recall probably is what sold me on Arnold here. So uh, I know my team's getting a little up there in age now, uh, but that's okay because I'll, <laughs> I'll take them in their prime uh, – in their prime roles. So yeah. Yeah, Arnold. Total Recall. Wasn't he a construction worker though? <laughs> In Total Recall? Yes. Yeah. Am I he, thinking of the right movie here? Well, yeah, because well, he, well, he, he was a construction worker and he wanted to go on vacation and he goes and gets a recall implant. And then so you're, you're taking him when he goes into the other dimension. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, See, now I hit Arnold later on, but I picked like John Matrix from Commando or something. I went. Running Man was good yeah. too. I haven't seen Running Man. A little manlier. No, the the, the Total Recall. He's kind of just an everyday Joe. <laughs> Who knows how to kill people? Well, that's, I'll take that quality. Well, I'll, I'll I think that, that with Arnold, I think he gets all Arnold's characteristics. Yeah, yes, he does. So, yes, he does. So, so no, got, I had Arnold down the list, but I actually did not have Arnold, even though because I tried to pick some different ones. I mean, yeah, I had him way down ones. the list. All right, so is that? Yep, that that's yep, that's my pick. All right, my my second one <laughs> is going to be a little. I went with uh, again. I'm going to tell you the character, but I'll take all of them. Martin Riggs. Mel Gibson, but I yeah. picked him from the the loaded gun. Now the problem with it, from what? Uh, loaded no lethal weapon. The loaded <laughs> gun was the spoof of it. That's right. So no lethal weapon, but then you also have the Road Warrior. Oh, Road Warrior, yeah, yeah. The problem with Mel is he's kind of a loose cannon. Yeah, I don't know that I can <laughs> depend on him very well. Sometimes I can. 
Other times he may handcuff themselves to me and we jump off of a four-story building or something. I don't know what's going to happen. Or he could be calling me up and leave messages on my phone screaming at me. <laughs> I don't know. But I went with Mel because I think I got Keanu. He's kind of the rock-solid guy. You know, He's going to do his job. You need one guy in the group that's kind of the loose cannon that no one knows. He he may cost you, but again, the bad guys are going to be like, I don't know what this guy's going to do. <laughs> so so I went with the loose cannon. I went with Mel, Mel Gibson there. All right. Mel Gibson. I like that pick. I like Mel. All right. Well, my, my number two kind of kind of ties in with Stallone, and we got Dolph Lundgren. I must break you. Yes. Good, <laughs> solid. From what I read about the dude, he is, like, serious in real life, too. He's got, like, three different black belts, and then he's got a, uh engineering degree from some fancy college. Um, I'm telling an old man, some fancy, fancy college. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but Dolph Lundgren, yeah, big dude. Uh, strong. Yeah. You, I mean, you went with a communist. Yeah. I know. Jeez. <laughs> He's actually from Switzerland. See, I think, I think your team and Mike's team are going to have some problems because you got Rocky, <laughs> you got Dolph. There's going to be some tension. Oh, there. it gets better. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Dolph is my Dolph next big, big hunk of a dude that just, you know, yeah, strong. All right. All right. Well, moving on to my third pick here. Might be a little off the board for you guys, but I'm going to go with Jason Statham. Oh, yeah. Yeah. His That's character is uh, about always the same in every movie I've ever seen him in. <laughs> yep. <laughs> he has uh, virtually no character v- development in any film, but that's okay because he also does a pretty good job at killing people. Yeah, he doesn't look imposing. Pain. No, but he yet doesn't. he is serious. Yeah. He's not a very – yeah, there's not a lot of comedy involved with him. He doesn't laugh a lot. No. He's always got like the same facial expression yeah. I've noticed too in about every scene. Yeah. But uh, when it comes down to it, I, I'll – I'll take his uh, abilities, I guess, you know, to... Yeah. The only issue I would have with that pick would be, at least, and maybe I'm wrong, I haven't seen a lot of his movies, but I've seen him. He's kind of a low talker, though. Low talker. Like, yeah. So you got that and you got Stallone. Communic- <laughs> communication might be... An- and we got Schwarzenegger on there, too. So <laughs> communication might be a bit of an issue for my team. You guys well, are just running around shooting people. <laughs> we have no idea what happened. There'd be very little coordination. Say? The body count is going to be huge. <laughs> Large body count. Yeah, well, Unfortunately, Mike might be part of that, but your guys, your team is going to destroy people. Well, mine's going the same way with with the uh, spoken word, I think, <laughs> after my next pick. So, all right. Well, my next one, and again, I'm basing this kind of off the man with no name. I want Clint Eastwood. Yeah. Clint, yeah. Kind of the cool, very calm, very calculated. Um, Again, a bit of a soft talker. But, uh, yeah, he kind of, I, he kind of mumbles a little bit. He too. does, but he's, he's like super cool, super chill. And I figured with having Mel Gibson on the team, I needed Keanu and Clint to kind of <laughs> balance that out. Cause <laughs> Mel's, Mel's a, Mel's a stick of dynamite. I got to have a couple of solid guys that are just going to get the job done. So I want yeah. Clint Eastwood for my third pick. All right. Well, my, my number three, <clears throat> little different pick, Bruce Lee. Ooh, yeah. Good We're going to have yeah. a little, you know, yep. high-speed karate action going. Yep. Uh, we got Chuck Norris, but I think that, I think they will offset each other pretty well. So Bruce Lee and uh, so we'll have some good karate, some good well, karate Dolph, fight. Dolph Lundgren, doesn't he know any uh... – well, Yeah, he's, that's what I said. He's got two black belts. So, so, I so you're I'm going all onto the oriental ninja. side or, or the, the – the, <laughs> The karate side of the... uh Until my next pick. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Was that, yeah, was that my pick? Yep, go ahead. Okay. So uh, just because he's probably one of... Probably, eh, probably one of my favorite actors of all time. Um, I'll go with Bruce Willis uh, in the uh, spot. Good pick. Um, I feel like he's a pretty good value pick for me here at number four. Uh, kind of rounds up my team. I'll finally be able to understand somebody. You might be getting over your salary cap, though. You're picking some pretty high-dollar guys. Yeah, I mean, and it, that's fine. I mean, I'll, At least he can speak. Yeah, I'll be able to understand him. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. He's just like an iconic iconic actor, I feel like. I feel like he's he's got a lot of good roles. But uh, and it might – I really like him in the movie Red. Have you guys seen Red? Yeah, I, I do. Have not, I thought that was it or not, a pretty good movie. Yeah, it was, it was a good movie. It, was, it looks good. Pretty low-key <clears throat> movie, but I actually liked his role in that too. But 
Yeah, I'll go with Bruce Willis here, number four. Okay, that's a good pick. All right, well, my number four is, it's kind of, uh, again, mine's a little off the wall with this one. I'm going uh, Tom Selleck in the, like, kind of the Thomas Magnum. I figure I need a guy that, he's not the toughest guy. I need a private guy. I, though, no, private guy. A <laughs> private investigator. <laughs> no, I, I can't talk. My team does well. I'm like, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> But I needed somebody like, all right, I need a, a, an investigator, somebody to dig up some, some information for me, see what's going on. So I went Tom Selleck. And uh, maybe he can drive me around this cool Fiero. Fiero. <laughs> hey, he's got a Pontiac Fiero. You've got oh, Tom, I'm sorry. You've gone from Trans Am down to Fiero. Well, I've got Tom Selleck now. This isn't from Tom Selleck from the from the 80s where he had the Ferrari. <laughs> Jeez. All right, I'm done. I'm out. All right. We see who has better communication, my team or Doug right now. <laughs> I think your team is going to win on the communication. Well, my, my next guy is a great talker. He does a lot of talking. <laughs> <laughs> but he also <laughs> kills, man. And that is Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Oh. <laughs> Negan from The Walking Dead. I don't I don't watch The Walking Dead. I want somebody with a barbed wire baseball bat who there will you just go. take out people. <laughs> but he does talk a lot. You gotta get pretty close with that though. Yeah, you do. <laughs> well I'm hoping the rest of my ninjas will clear you know, because they can take out six, eight guys at a time. So he's gonna stick close to you then. Yeah, he's my personal guy that's gonna just probably swing and accidentally smack you in the <laughs> <Yeah>. head. <laughs> I look like Glenn and have my eyeball <laughs> popping out of my head. I I like the pick though. I I'm also kind of a fellow Walking Dead fan, and I like his character on that. I do it's too. Just, I, I like Negan. You know, he's real confident. Yeah. He's got that like uh, swagger about yep. him, and I mean, there's something freaky about carrying around a barbed wire baseball bat. Like, <laughs> yes, there is. In so, a leather jacket. Yeah. <laughs> but but yeah, I like Negan. So he's he's on my team. He's gonna be my spokesman. Um, because yeah, he can deliver the. Uh, the the long <laughs> soliloquy is that a word? <laughs> uh, as he talks to people, sometimes he bores them to death before he beats them. <laughs> so yeah, Jeffrey Dean Morgan, my next one. Yeah, good pick. All right, so I'm on my last one here, and I actually am going to go kind of along the mold of the Bruce Lee pick. I'm going to go with Jackie Chan. Jackie Chan to round out my team. I think you just picked one of Doug. You just picked my <laughs> fifth one. I had him right there. Oh no, Jackie. You like Chan. Jackie Chan? It was a tie. It was a tough choice for me with Bruce Lee and Jackie Chan. But. Yeah, I, I was going to say whichever one you didn't pick because I've actually seen more Bruce Lee movies than I have Jackie Chan movies. Yeah. But whichever one you didn't pick there, I was going to scoop them up here to to round out my team. Yeah. So now with uh, Jackie Chan on there too, I've got some some up close and personal kind of skills here too. There so, you go. yep, that that's I feel pretty. A good, that's a good round out team for the there. team. All right. Well, I'm going then on my fifth. I'm going to pick someone out who also can speak well, and uh, whenever he's in a movie, I love to hear him talk. Denzel. Yeah, Denzel Washington. Washington. That's a good one. That's you got the cool factor. I got the cool now. factor too. <laughs> Tom Selleck's not bad in the cool factor. No, but Denzel. Next no, level. That's right. So I'm going with Denzel. Cool. Any particular movie that you're basing his off of? Um, probably the Equalizer. I like those. He's yeah, kind those of a kind of a yeah, yeah reserved, quiet guy, but knows how to kick butt when he has to. I think I saw they're re-releasing the Equalizer with Queen Latifah. <laughs> Are you kidding what? me? I saw that today, actually. <laughs> All right, that's, well, that's uh, a interesting. Shocker. Yeah. Sound like the 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 remakes with him. Because he's he's always in there. He's reading a book. He seems kind of cerebral and like oh he's just and then he'll just open up a can when he has to. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I like it. Good choice. Okay, <laughs> my fifth one. <laughs> See if you can think why I would pick this person. <laughs> well, who is it? Kevin Bacon. <laughs> Kevin Bacon. I gotta have somebody can dance. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Interesting strategy. No, no. Actually, the reason I picked him. Is he was in the movie The Invisible Man. Yeah. I need an invisible guy on my team. Okay. Yeah, so he can go, you know, sneak around behind people. And he knows how to cut loose. <laughs> Foot loose, that's right. <laughs> so when he gets angry, he can go to a train yard and just, you know, dance it all Dance it all out. That's right. <laughs> You're so, starting to stress out. Come on, Greg, just dance it out. Dance it out. <laughs> what if they combine that you have the invisible man doing the dancing? I, you wouldn't even see him. No. Just, just <laughs> things moving around. Just an empty floor. So as the invisible man, not quite as much footloose, um, although he was kind of rebellious and footloose, you know, and he doesn't seem like, yep, he's a rocker too. He's got a band. 
So, no, oh. did sing. not know that. You could sing, dance, yeah. Well, you yeah. can sing and dance while you're getting killed. Then. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't pick that. Your fifth pick wasn't wasn't good enough. <laughs> so that's my number five. Negan might just take him out. He might not put up with that crap. <laughs> There's no dancing. dancing. There's no dancing. <laughs> <laughs> just destroys him. That's it. No uh, more dancing. So do you have any runner-ups? I'm. That's all I had. I was. Nobody picked them, but uh, I don't know. Come for giggles. I was thinking about Liam Neeson. Eh, I like Liam Neeson. Yeah, and he's a, he's another guy that plays the same character in every, every single movie. Every movie, I, I still like him, but they, yeah, that's always the same. Like the plot of the the Taken movies are, it's literally the same plot. <laughs> I'm pretty sure there's three of them. I'm pretty sure it's the same plot, of course, yeah. uh, across yeah. all three of them. So. Yeah, they should have made it Taken continued. <laughs> so, yeah, the only other one I had remotely thought about was Terry Crews. Oh, yeah, big dude. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. huge, man, and he's on. Uh, uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine. I mean, he's not a tough guy on the movies per se. I love he. I love he's had a tough guy role, really, to speak of. But he's a football player, yeah. so got to be some toughness to him. So I had him down as a potential. So I probably could have come up with a few more. So, all right, well, all right. Well, so cool. I think our teams are picked. I yep. think we're ready to go out and face the bad guys. Yep. All right. Good all draft. Right. Well, we each, we each got a very manly team, so that's good. So maybe Kevin Bacon. <laughs> so, I was gonna, I wasn't gonna bring that back up, but that, that is that is a little questionable. So. so there was a story on the news tonight, even of this of this guy, uh, and Mike's gonna share this story and uh, see what you think. Yeah, I, I thought this one was pretty good. As Greg said, this one kind of fell out of the sky right into our laps. It really did. Um, so I'll read you this article uh, from Popular Mechanics. The headline is, Daredevil dies in failed homemade rocket launch to prove that Earth is flat. Mad Mike Hughes, a Mad. Daredevil. <laughs> Mad Mike. A Daredevil and prominent supporter of the flat Earth theory died February 22nd after his homemade rocket crashed into the ground. You know, if your parents name you Mad Mike, they're kind of locking you into a Daredevil <laughs> type of a career field. You're not going to have Mad Mike the doctor. I am your doctor, Mad Mike. Well, I think Mad, Mad Mike, he, I think he came up with that. Oh, okay. I yeah, I think so. Yeah. Well, he it, supposedly he was a self-taught engineer, which in the end we can kind of see how that worked out for him. So uh, get your degrees in engineering, uh, please, from a dedicated university. But anyway, Daredevil Mike Hughes died Saturday, February 22nd, after his rocket crashed in the ground outside of Barstow, California. Again, he was trying to prove that Earth is indeed flat. Uh, he was 64 when he died. Uh, several um, production crews were actually on site at the time filming for what was supposed to be a Science Channel documentary. So this was all captured on video and and all that stuff. It, it said seconds after launch, a parachute could be seen fluttering away from the rocket, uh, which they thought broke off early prematurely, um, caused something you know in the rocket to fail, possibly had even knocked him out because the rocket was even equipped with other backup parachutes, but. Um, he obviously did not engage those. So uh, really, the thing that stuck out to me about this whole thing was a quote that Mad Mike had, <laughs> Mad Mike. had given to the Science Channel shortly before his death, where he says, People ask me why I do stuff like this. And basically, it's to convince people that they can do things extraordinary with their lives. And it would be okay if he stopped right there. That would be great. That's a good quote. But he continues. And maybe it pushes people to do things that they normally wouldn't do with their life. Okay, even there, that's fine. But then he finishes, <laughs> and maybe it'll inspire someone else. Please, Mad Mike, please do not inspire anyone else to launch themselves from a self-made rocket to their death. I actually did hear about that. And I believe the rocket was steam-powered. Steam-powered. Yes, yes, it was steam-powered. Because if I'm going to pick some kind of a fuel to get me to outer space, my first thought is always steam. Steam. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm living in a Jules Verne novel, I guess, where I'm steampunk, you know, and I've got different uh, gears and sprockets that are going to get my ship up to uh, to outer space. Well, he and was, if he thought the Earth was flat, what was his? What was he trying to prove? If the rocket did go into outer space, it, it would just keep going because there's nothing to orbit, so he just 
fly off forever or <laughs> what was what was the end goal <laughs> well his theory was that the earth was shaped like a frisbee and i quote that that was his words it was shaped like a frisbee so he was hoping to reach a height of 62,000 feet <laughs> 62,000 feet I, he's a self self-taught engineer I'm, I'm sure that was very calculated did they did they calculate what height did he actually reach before the uh, no not demise? it wasn't real high <laughs> not from this flight but actually he had completed successful launches in the past so from a launch that occurred in march of 2018 he actually reached a height of almost 2,000 feet at 1875 feet um, and he landed that one successfully. He reached a max speed of 350 miles an hour wow. and reported no serious injury. But that's 1800 compared to 62,000. 62, that's, yeah. that's a big difference. It is. <laughs> and are we really still trying to prove that the earth is flat? I just, I don't know. Uh, some people are. That's a serious, there's some people out there that are very serious about that. I mean, they're, I mean, Mad Mike was serious they're insane. enough to die that's, for it. I'm not a doctor. I can't technically diagnose them that that but they're insane (laughs) (laughs) then i would assume that they also are under the theory that we've never gone to the moon or anything like oh that's a government hoax you know because if you just look out the window you know and frisbee shaped i i don't know (laughs) couldn't he just prove this if the earth is flat by just like driving and, and taking a mo- boat and just getting to the edge of the earth and fall off. and turn it right before it falls off right you i mean think you don't need to shoot up in the air if it's flat at some point i'm going to get to the end you would think so and i'm not an engineer no not even a self-taught one it makes me think about the bugs bunny cartoon the world she's a flat <laughs> like a pancake she's around like uh, the apple She's around like my head. She's a flat like her. Okay, now see, we're off on this whole other thing. Bugs Bunny. Woo. So I guess he did not have the right stuff. No, he did not. Oh, no, and he's not Rocket Man. He is not, not anymore. No. So so while it is sad that a person did pass away, we don't You know, like but he him. died doing what he loves. He did. <laughs> <laughs> Making a fool out of himself. Yeah, yeah. Well, so, actually, Mad Mike uh, will live on. Uh, outside of his exploits into space, he actually, fun fact, he actually holds a Guinness World Record for a 103-foot jump in a Lincoln Town Car Scratch Embassy. <laughs> Holy! <laughs> He's like Evil, evil Knievel. <laughs> a stretch limousine jump. What, did he jump over anything? Yeah, I, he did. I, I think it was cars, other cars, you know, kind of yeah. like a monster trucker, you know, Evil Now, did he do jump. this on purpose, or was he like... Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 people yeah. like, bride and groom in the backseat. <laughs> He's at the airport holding up. He's at the airport holding up the sign, Gennard. <laughs> yeah! I'm Mad Mike, your driver. <laughs> Just pull over here. I'm fine. I'm good. This is where I want to be. Oh, my oh. goodness. Well, Mad Mike, we salute you. Yes, we salute. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, that was uh, quite the tale. Yes. Mad Mike. I hear right. that nickname is actually available now. I, I think well, you your, name, your name yeah, is Mike. So. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, Mad Greg just doesn't sound good. No, it doesn't. It doesn't roll. Yeah. Mad Doug doesn't either. It's Mad Mike yeah. really rolls. Grouchy Greg is probably more. You know. Your wife will come home. What are you doing? Build the rocket. <laughs> Somebody's got to continue the legacy. And I'm mad. I'm very upset about it. <laughs> well, that wraps up another episode. Thanks for listening. Please be sure to subscribe. And you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.